had a few mentors that like were almost like boyfriends, like all in one. Like, <laughs> okay, well, work husbands, maybe, maybe it's a better term. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2XP, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. It's Maggie from Cincinnati. How do I ask someone at work to be my mentor? I feel like all of the jobs I've had previously, I've let people come to me and the bond just develops naturally into a mentor-mentee relationship. I'm in a very male-dominated field now, and I'm kind of lost on whether I should let it happen naturally or be a little bit upfront and ask women in the office that I look up to. Thanks a lot. Yay, Maggie. Yay, Maggie. We love a good, we love mentors. This cannot be understated. Let me ask you a serious question, Vanessa. Okay. Would you be where you are without mentors? Absolutely not. Oh, absolutely not. I, I think I... <laughs> when is Vanessa speechless? Tell <laughs> um, me. Tell me when. Except for right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't even know. I was trying to imagine like actually where I would be without a mentor. I think I would still be trying to change my own fucking diaper if I didn't have a mentor. You know what I mean? It's just really awful. Um, I like to put on this air that I can like do everything myself. Mm. <laughs> How's that working out for you? <laughs> Super not. Um, and, and I think... I think this is why this episode on mentors is near and dear to my heart. It's because I, it takes me a lot to ask for help, but through having really good mentors and a series of them throughout my life, it, it just reminds me, you can't do this life alone and you sure as shit cannot do corporate America alone. It's, it's a very cutthroat place. And like I told Holland, we were going to do two pop culture references in this episode. This is the first one. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> you need someone to help you navigate the game of Thrones that's happening around you. It is an absolute shit show and you're not sure whose alliances are where in any given moment in your life. Who can you trust? Yeah. You need one person who you trust to help you navigate your career while you're trying to do your work. So that's, we, we love a good mentor. We love several, several good mentors. Yes. Uh-huh. So Holland, like I know you've been like maybe new to the mentor game. What do you like about having a mentor? For me, having a mentor is all about having kind of a third party view. Mm -hmm. someone kind of over not too close not too far they get where I'm coming from but they don't necessarily have too much say in it per se sure it's someone I can be more vulnerable with I think than than other you know like the manager the direct report space um or like my colleagues on my team right so there's like the right amount of distance but the right amount of closeness so I feel like I can get in the zoom room and like fucking like rant and rave and like I'm not getting fired for that you know mm-hmm. I like to think about a mentor like a therapist or someone I can talk to without causing any change or ripples in my family yeah. dynamic like I can go to my therapist and bitch about my mom and then not have any of my cousins or sibling or whatever yeah have any impact like it's like kind of like a sp- safe space in an interesting mm-hmm. way I love using mentors as like a sounding board as a oh. brainstorm <laughs> like like you said having them close enough that they kind of know what's going on so you're yeah. like hey let me talk through this with you yeah, what one of my favorite mentors does for me is she kind of like pokes holes in my plans. Mm-hmm. She's like, but mm-hmm. wait, did you think about that? But wait, did you think about that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, thanks. <laughs> Damn it. I'm not yeah. as smart as I thought I was. Yeah, but thanks for being a mentor though. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Mentors can also provide you really good scope, perspective. This is what I love about my mentors is I get really wound up about things. I really passionate about mm-hmm. it, which causes some tunnel vision. So my mentor will often ask me to like take a step back from a different perspective or 
almost like you, like, have you thought about this? But it's, it's instead of a hole in a plan, it's like, let's take your whole plan and just move it two degrees to the east and see what changes. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What makes a good mentor? My, my like litmus test for a really good mentor is someone who is above you in the hierarchy, mm-hmm. but also outside your chain of command. So like they're kind of like above you and to the right or left, meaning they like have enough insight into your work that they can help you navigate the chessboard, but they also are not someone you have to impress like a manager, right? They're not someone who can hire or fire you. They're just off to the side a little bit. They're tangential to your work. So we want to draw some distinctions here because there are a lot of different corporate America relationships that you do want to cultivate. Mentor is absolutely one of them, but what is a mentor and what isn't isn't a mentor, right? So a mentor would be someone you trust to help you navigate your career. And you can have these mentors within an organization or without them. It's useful to have them within the organization because they will help you understand what the chessboard looks like within the organization and help help you navigate those waters. External ones are useful to to like they're more like a coach. Yeah, you might call them a coach or like a resume writer or something like that. Just to like take a big look at your whole career. It's not so micro in your organization. It's macro of your whole life. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want? In addition to your manager and a mentor, two other relationships that I've found are pretty standard within the corporate model are one, a champion and the other, a teacher. A teacher is really easy. It's someone who's going to teach you something. (laughs) Obviously Uh there's somebody in your organization who you just want to learn a skill from. And it needs to be like a a work skill. Like I need to learn more about channel strategy. I need to learn more about purchasing. I need to learn Excel. Like we had uh, one of our 97 marketers. We had one of those who was really, really, really pro at Excel. And he set aside time in his calendar to like tutor people on Excel formulas and and pivot tables and all this other shit. So like, look up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be look up. Our favorites. We're just going to, this episode is going to become the list of our favorite Excel things that we love. <laughs> no, um, I have, that's it. That's my list. <laughs> oh, that's uh, noted. What's the name of that guy? Holland needs a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's great. He's on LinkedIn. I'll connect you too. Thanks a lot. Anytime. Um, so yeah, so that's a person that you like go to and you just say, Hey, I would like to learn this skill. Do you have time to teach me? A champion is someone who is both not your manager and not your mentor and is a little bit of a hybrid at the same time. They are above you in the hierarchy. They're also tangential to your reporting structure and their only purpose in life is to like you and to be your advocate in rooms you're not in. So when your manager puts forth your name for a raise or a promotion or special a special project, project yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> um, that other person, your champion, can come and say, like, I second that, actually. Holland's been doing blah, 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 blah. So notice that, like, blah, blah, blah. Or Vanessa would be great for that because I've seen her do this and this and this, which is just that extra voice in the room that you really want. Like there need to be zero questions um, about your capability or ability or deservedness of whatever your manager is putting out there. How might you approach interactions with the person who's your champion? Are you like preparing agendas or are you? No, these are, these are relationships that tend to be like in the hallways or mm. water coolers or they're very informal, but they may be VPs who are related to, or like on the same level as your VP who like you have some relationship with, or like there's sometimes CC'd on the quarterly email that you send out or whatever, whatever. And you just take extra care to follow up and like be nice. Or if they ask you to do something or like you (laughs) super do it. Yeah. So there was one, there was one guy that I, one of the VPs I wanted to be a champion of mine. And so I just like, added a couple like Google email alerts to my inbox about his products. 
So like you're telling me that Google would alert you when they came up like in the news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was abreast of oh. both. Yeah, there you go. She got it. <laughs> you heard that. So I was both abreast of like things pertaining to my industry, but also his, because we're at a, a really big CPG company. And so every once in a while I'd see him in the hallway, be like, oh my God, did you hear about blah, blah, blah? And he was like, oh yeah. And it's going to impact our business like this. Like that's how you cultivate champions is you find talking points with them. So, so you seem interested in their, whatever their going concern is. So champions tend to be fairly informal, but they just, they're, like I said, their only job is to like you and think that you're capable of whatever your manager puts out there. Sometimes champions and mentors can initially look the same. Mm. I might even recommend you like identify a series of champions first and from amongst them, pick a mentor once you get to know them. Oh, that's interesting. Right. So like in a situation where Maggie's new to the company, I would say, just, well, get to know everyone. Do like take half an hour. interviews. Yeah. Take a half an hour. Get to know the VPs, the directors. Yep. Everyone. And just make yourself well known. Um, and these informational interviews are like, getting to know you is like, and, and not as informal as a coffee chat, but more of like, what do you do in your job and how does it relate to my job? So from maybe four or five champions, like four or five people who are above you in the organizational structure, but not in your direct report line, you will likely find a mentor, someone who's capable of helping you navigate and trust. This is the most difficult part about a mentor is like, there has to be rapport. There has to be a relationship. It's almost like like finding best friends. I still to this day do not know how adults make friends. I super don't. Holland and I don't have friends. That's why we make podcasts on the weekend. Okay, you have friends. <laughs> yes, but they're not here. I made friends between the years of 2007-2009. Luckily, I made a shit ton of them. But like, then the doors were closed. <laughs> no more friends. <laughs> we're, we're booked. But yeah, like that's kind of the magic in finding a mentor is you've got to find one who both fits that bill of like being not in your reporting structure tangential to your work can help you navigate like internal politics and all like all the game of thrones bullshit and you have like some connection with and this person has to also like know how to be a mentor and be interested in mentoring and and what that takes is like a selflessness that like is is not common amongst people in corporate america um because of the nature of corporate america right corporate america itself right so like, for example, I, I watched this, I watched this guy that I used to work with go after a mentor, but he like chose a mentor that that mentor didn't have the like selfless streak that it takes to be a mentor. He agreed to be this, this guy's mentor just to feel important about himself. Mm. Does that make sense? Like he would tell people like, yes, I'm mentoring mm. so-and-so. Right. No. And you're just like, no. And so I'm just like, and I tried to tell, I tried to tell my friend, I'm like, that's not a good mentor for you. He can be a champion, but like, he's not someone you should trust. And he did not take my advice. This episode is proudly brought to you by Vanessa's side hustle. Hack- one of many. <laughs> one turns of several. Out. Yeah. Hacking social. We're convinced social media is not as complicated as your social media manager would like you to believe. We deliver a marketing strategy that's tailor-made for your business, customized for your industry, and easy to execute so you can reach your ideal client who's ready to spend money with you. That's exactly right. And I'd like to mention that all of Hacking Social's clients are ambitious, goal-oriented, women who are ready to crush it. Exactly. Part of the reason I started Hacking Social is because I realized there's a whole bunch of women just like us who either are starting something or have something going to really successful at it, but they're like too small for the Brads and Chads and the MBAs of the world to fuck with. Mm-hmm. And, and that's unfair to me. Everyone needs this information, like how to run 
solid, successful, organic, social, paid social, whatever, whatever it is. Do you need to be on all the channels? No, you need to be on the channels where your people are. And that's why I started that. What I personally love about hacking social is that Vanessa gives you options. She can do everything for you start to finish or she can give you the pieces you can do yourself or she can find people to do it for you. Like she's got a whole network of people who work for like with her that allow you access to whatever level of support you need for your business. The strategic mind is all Vanessa, but you know, the execution can, can be negotiated, which is really nice. So yeah, if you need to talk through some social, I'm a huge proponent of contributing to every conversation I'm in. So everyone and their mother, turns out, gets an hour free discovery call. You can schedule that at hacking.social. Yes, that's our real website. You do not need a .com, a .net, a .org, nothing. Hacking.social. And I'm looking forward to talking to you. You know, Holland, I'm really glad Maggie asked this question about mentors. I feel like there's this attitude in the world that like you you walk into a company and you say, I'm here and I'm going to have a manager and I'm going to have a mentor and I'm going to have like, it's not like that. You, you got to take, and I almost love that Maggie has this like opportunity, a new company to like take a look at the entire row of people available to you who exist above you. In yeah. that sweet spot. Yeah. In the structure, like, and then just start getting to know them and pick one. Cause like you, yeah. You could pick wrong. Okay. I've never picked wrong, but that's okay. okay. I'm special. Maggie might be like me. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's like you. God damn it. I chose a mentor that wasn't qualified to be a mentor. How did you find this out? A little backwards, unfortunately. So <laughs> all was fine and well. <laughs> until. Until. Until I told him what my goals were. Like I want, I was like, I want to be this. Mm-hmm. I want to be this at our company. He's like, oh, I want to be that too. And I was like, uh, and it kind of, kind of pointed out to me that the reporting structure that I thought existed wasn't as clear. And with my role being what it was, I was like, I, it was just, I made a mistake. I, it wasn't right. And if we're looking at Vanessa's definition of mentor, this person was too close to me. Turns out if I want this thing and he also wants that thing, like we're too close. Now you're in competition <laughs> with each other yeah, and exactly. that's not a plan. No, not a plan. Um, and what ended up happening was in fact, our mentorship sessions or just us talking about work. Cause like we, like we actually needed a monthly touch base turns yeah. out for Turn, work. Turns out you needed yeah. a, a status update. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So it can definitely be tricky. I also think it's useful here, Maggie, especially since you're in a really male dominated field to tell you like, I have only ever had male mentors I, that that is a function of I work really well with guys and I'm hit or mess with girls. <laughs> I think I have like five girlfriends. That's fine. We're all really great. <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> it turns out. And like I've also only worked in male dominated fields. Journalism, law, marketing. Marketing. <laughs> but that, you know, that's been your experience, Vanessa. And it's clearly worked out very well for you. Right. And the, and the key is every single one of them was a feminist. Like they are men who are interested in, in like mentoring and championing women and seeing women advance in the workplace, period. So it genders a little immaterial. It, it may be useful at your point in your career to have a woman who can show you exactly step by step how she got to where she is. But again, that's up to you and your rapport. My rapport building with women is shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's putting it very <laughs> kindly. <turns> LOL. Out. <laughs> um, another perspective is something that one of my mentors shared with me, which is that women don't always have the same experience in corporate America as men. Mm, true. So therefore, it may behoove you to find. You're welcome. That's going to be all it's new. Like every time you hear the word behoove, you get a shot. You're welcome. <laughs> new, new ask your work ask wife your game. Work. Maybe not at the office. Actually, not while you're driving. You know what? If you're binging this on the weekend, then you can play that game. Do kombucha shots count? <laughs> yes.
Um, but yeah, like I think, I think it could be worth considering Maggie, like depending on where you are in your career, what you need, maybe it's a woman mentor that you would benefit most from. Uh, you could also have more than one. You don't have to have one mentor who's the end all be all. Mm-hmm. I've been very lucky to have people in my life who are kind of the end all be all. Like I had wrapped up into one. I had like a best friend and a mentor and a manager and like a nerdy fragrance buddy and like a social media buddy. You know what I mean? Like, like I've been really lucky in that regard, but it may <laughs> behoove you Thanks. to have a few in your corner. Like that's, that's kind of what Holland and I are here for. We've been benefiting from having lots of mentors in our lives inside outside our current organization. And we've been coaching other women on how to do this. And like, we just got to the point where we realized like there's so many base level things that women are just not taught how to do, nor do they have even the vocabulary around that we're trying to kind of do mentorship on mass. Welcome to ask your work wife. Hi. <laughs> so it's useful to like, if I were you, I would take it in this step. I would say set up some informational interviews with everyone who's in kind of that director VP sweet spot for you, get to know them understand how their job function relates to you, how you can best serve them. And then through those meetings, you'll kind of dial into their personalities a little bit and you'll start to identify, okay, these are the five I want to keep around as like champions. I'm going to get to know them a little bit better. I'm going to stock them on LinkedIn. I'm going to go understand their position in the company a little bit better, maybe meet with them once a quarter, like cultivate a little relationship. And then from there, one or maybe two of them are going to turn into mentors for you. Maggie, when you've when you've identified those best candidates for your mentor, like how lucky are they, first of all? Is this a bachelor? <laughs> it's weird now. <laughs> um, but like when you're ready to ask them to be your mentor, it's... You did this recently. I did. It was really scary. Mm. Um, I think it's vulnerable, right? Because you're expressing an admiration. You're expressing a, a deep desire, right? You want this. You want their expertise. You want their knowledge. You want their good graces. You want all of that. I think it can be really hard and really vulnerable. But what you're doing is you're telling them that you admire them. And, and that's a compliment. They're going to like hearing it. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be fine. And I would say, like, trust yourself, right? Like, you know what you want, which is the first step. You know what you want. You know what it looks like, what it feels like. You know what good feels like, right? And if it's been a long time because you've just come out of a toxic environment, that's fine. Take take your time, right? It may take some more time to trust somebody. But when you do find it, you'll know it and just... Go for it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this is your life and you will not have it go wrong. And I stole that straight from Bridgerton. Um, but like, it, it's a very important moment in that show where Daphne stands up to her brother and the Duke. It's like the same goddamn five minutes. She's like, this is my life and I will not have it go wrong. And that has stuck with me so much. Like, yeah, I love Bridgerton for all the other reasons. Everybody loves Bridgerton. <laughs> but, but like to watch, to watch a woman go from just this doe-eyed little girl to taking control of her life is what I live for. I just got chills. Like I super got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I live for and what mentors live for. So like when you open yourself up to that vulnerability, when you ask someone like, Hey, like I admire you. I like your work. I would, I would like you to mentor me. A good mentor is going to feel the chills and want to help you. It will completely change your life and your career and you will make the biggest leaps and bounds personally and professionally you could ever imagine. question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives.
Vanessa mentioned this episode was near and dear to her heart, and that's because her father recently passed. In addition to being an incredible person and dad, he was also her first mentor. Normally we'd put a funny outtake here, but Vanessa would like to dedicate this episode to her dad. My very first mentor was my dad. Um, He, this is my episode to cry, barely. He very quickly realized that he had two daughters and no sons, and it didn't matter to him. He taught us everything we could ever want to know, from how to change a tire, to change our oil, to debate politics, religion, appreciate art, music, ballet, how to dress. <laughs> um, he stopped at makeup, but he did do hair. He's like, <laughs> I don't understand the makeup situation, but carry on. Um, and and like, even from from like how to be in the world, how to exist in the world, how to relate to other people, but also how to like go for what you want. We never had conversations about you have to do this, you have to do this. It was, what do you want? And can it make you some money? That was it. And from there, when I, when you voiced that, it was, okay, this is how you do that. We sat down and started working on resumes from a very young age. Like he's always been my touch base for like, hey, I really am stressed at work or I'm bored about this or this manager is doing this thing or this is what it like. And he was always my go-to for, yeah, this is how you navigate that. This is the, he even gave me like straight up language or scripts to work on. Or like when I was having a hard time finding a job online, he reminded me like, listen, the town you're in is fucking old school. (laughs) Get out there and like pound some pavement. Like just kind of that, like what you're looking for in a mentor is something like that. Someone who's in your corner, who's, who's like, God, I'm in another metaphor. You're in a boxing ring <laughs> and like, and like your coach is in that corner, right? Like they have studied the other player. They know the plays, they know where the weaknesses are and you can't see it cause your, your head's too close to the fight, but they can, they're watching them fake left and go right. Like all these things. Right. And so when you take a break and you go back to them and they say, you need to do this, this, and this be coachable. And that's, that's what you're looking for in a mentor. Someone that can, can like elevate you in the ring 